1: Welcome back to Your Queer Story. We're, We're your, your host.
0: Oh, wow. That was like... <laughs> we didn't try
1: even plan that. No, we didn't.
0: Uh, I'm the incredible, magnificent, best of them all, most beautiful, best hair, best overall everything, Paul Hobbs.
1: And I am the humble, honest, <laughs> down to earth... I'm honest
0: too. I've never told a lie in my Evan life. Evan
1: Jones. <laughs> We're back in studio... It's been back so it. long.
0: You know what? And the crazy thing is, <laughs> we will go and not talk <laughs> for a whole month. <laughs>
1: for a whole month.
0: And then I'm like, all right, let's get back together. I
1: thought for sure that Paul was done with our friendship. He had thrown did it out you? the window. I don't know You were like, let's that, face FaceTime like, like three times. But exactly. the thing is,
0: if you want to do something like that with me, you have to like, just like, do it.
1: I did do it, bitch. Yeah, I you literally be- <laughs> FaceTimed you and you're like, I'm working. I'm like... You're working, motherfucker. I know you're sitting there right now, half playing a video game, half working. Do not come at with me with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you just have to keep, like, you just have to message me and message me and message me and message me and message me. And I know it's a lot of work, but I'll forget. Because I'm usually doing four things at once. Like You'll you forget said. about me? I will forget about you. I'll forget I, about everybody. Bitch, please. When I'm in my own world, that's it. <laughs> I am in the world of Galenor slaying dragons and oh zombies. That is it. I am out of my element and I am fully in my character. Mm-hmm. My cute little half-elf, half-human person. Yeah, yeah. You know, when I was younger, like in my teens, I used to play as a female character. <laughs> Yeah, I remember. I would walk around with my cute little skirt on and everything. Now I play a guy because wow. I'm out and I am who I am. <laughs>
1: well, you can still play a female character.
0: Oh, no, I, I know, but I just, like to just play my guy because you're comfortable with your mm-hmm. guy. There you go.
1: Yep. It's amazing what happens whenever you come out. You just get comfortable. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, hey guys, we know that we, it's been a little weird the last month we've worked to bring content. We have done it, but it's mm-hmm. just been all over the place. Samantha, my wife was on the last episode because Paul and I still could not get together to record. Um,
0: today actually was the very first day that the stay at home order was lifted. The yeah. The day of recording. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we are, as soon as we had a chance, <laughs> we got right on it. We um, could have
0: attempted do via Zoom or whatever, but oh, Evan please. is the one with the software and the computer at his house. <laughs> and I would have had to been on the phone trying to walk him through. yeah, doing there's just it. no it, way. It, it was not if it was happen. the
1: other way around. If all the equipment was at your house, it yeah, might have been possible. It. But it just was not possible No, from here.
0: that would have never happened in a million years,
1: yeah. so we're sorry to our Patreon supporters. But if you have gone on, I mean, this was from last episode, but there is a new coffee with Evan. and we're gonna we've got um a couple behind the new behind the queens that are going to be coming out yeah. we just recorded, it so they're going to be dropping so we're going to get back to our regular content um and so if you can rate review download subscribe all of that helps us to get our podcasts yep. out there and you
0: can do it on itunes spotify no not spotify itunes stitcher uh-huh where you can leave your reviews. Spotify is still our biggest uh, download. Yeah. Like that's where we get most of our listens from, which is pretty cool.
1: But you can subscribe on Spotify. You can so subscribe follow, follow subscribe, us, download all that.
0: Yep. Um even just tweeting about us, tweeting us a review, yeah. that helps cuz that gets people to see it. Um
1: share the podcast. All you have to just little share. We're coming up on Pride month, so we you are wanna let people know. coming up on know. Pride month.
0: Most people aren't going to get Huh? We should do some sort of pride live stream or something. Yeah, well, places- let's
1: wait and talk about it off screen so we don't promise something we don't come through.
0: Yeah, I know everybody's gonna be excited <laughs> for it, but no, I think that we could do something like that. Yeah, maybe. yeah.
1: Well, everything's gonna be virtual this year with Pride, so we're gonna have a lot of virtual things. at Your my queer work.
0: story features trailer park girls live stream.
1: Maybe that would be great. We'll see. We'll, we'll see, see what if we happens. can get it going. Uh, we I'm uh, edit this all out. Just so we he's just like nope just brainstorming. We're, we're, we're working on some stuff. We always do something for Pride Month, mm-hmm. and by something I mean the last two years.
0: But this will the, be our second Pride. When our- is third our,
1: Pride? This will be our third. Pride, Paul. Yeah, that's
0: be- what I meant. this we- will be our third Pride. Uh, well, when was our two-year anniversary? When is it?
1: It's in June. June,
0: like the. First- By the
1: time this episode drops, we'll be four weeks away from our first year, our two-year anniversary. Wow. Because we, we launched in Pride Month, so that was our first Pride. And then oh, yeah. last then we did year, Pride. last year we did like Stonewall was our big thing mm-hmm. that we did, and then this year. I haven't even started playing. So we're going to come up some, some good stuff though, well, we, for sure.
0: We did a nice long pride month. We'll look into it. I, I mean, there's got to be something <laughs> oh, incredible. We of can course do. we've got
1: incredible stuff. We are definitely going to, I've been telling people for two years that we were going to do cover the AIDS crisis and the band plays on. So that's a definite that's going to happen this mm-hmm. June. And then I've got a couple other good things that we could talk about and work on, but maybe a little bit extra because it's virtual, who knows, but we've, Definitely, I, I know at my work we're doing like a virtual pride thing mm-hmm. that I gotta would be working on. So maybe I can uh, share those videos to your queer story as well, so you can see those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, but if you can, like I said, we appreciate your support and the patreons that have hung on during this time. Yeah, thank, thank you, everybody, you. because we have um, not
0: been able to do much, and your like because of you, we haven't really lost any funding for the podcast. Like not much a, a dollars, lot of but not, places uh, are really struggling yeah um and you've all hung on we have lost a couple i just checked but overall we've maintained and i mean it's,
1: yeah it's pretty understandable i know that Yeah, you know, everybody needs the money yeah I, I you totally got a lot understand. going on but if you're but those of you who have been able to continue supporting us it honestly means a lot um if you are able to you know things are picking back up for you and you're able to go on to patreon and subscribe for as low as three dollars a month more mm-hmm. if you can Uh, That's what keeps the podcast going. That's the only reason why we've been able to keep doing this, especially during this time. So if you appreciate the podcast, you want to get And the audio levels
0: because the patrons are the one who bought all of our equipment.
1: And if you're like, I can't sign on for one month for a month to month uh, commitment. Okay. You know, if you're looking for a good organization to give to for pride, may we suggest us? (laughs) 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 Might we suggest us? Uh, We appreciate it. We do give back to our community a lot. And, of course, we've been consistently giving content because next episode is going to be our 100th episode.
0: 100 episodes. We passed 100,000 downloads. Yeah. We are... We're coming along. We're yeah. coming along. We're From doing good. From our little baby podcast roots talking about Marsha P. Johnson mm-hmm. to covering worldwide topics, topics, and, topics and, and people yeah. and issues. Uh, I feel that I've grown quite a lot yeah. in my understanding of the queer community. I feel like before delving into the podcast, I was very naive to a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll talk about that more yeah, I was episode say, 100. Wait, wait, save that just, for the 100. Just a thought to <laughs> prepare us.
1: But thank you for those, um, everyone. So if you can get on our Patreon, we have exclusive content for our patrons. Um, you helping support a queer-run, queer-based podcast and business and um, and then if you can't do that, if you can just share the podcast, like, subscribe, download all those things. That all helps us as well. And so before we jump into our mini so today, how's quarantine going for you?
0: Um, quarantine is going surprisingly well. I I would say that. Before, if you told me I had to stay inside and not go anywhere for two months, I probably would have told you it was would have been the best thing in the entire world. And I would have been like, OK, that sounds like everything <laughs> I've ever wanted. What's the problem? Yeah. Um, but going into it when it became a reality, I think it kind of I don't know, because when you actually aren't allowed to do anything, it's a lot different than when you don't want to do anything.
1: Exactly. Very different. Yeah.
0: I, but it's it really has been going well. I've been doing my virtual uh, therapy with my counselor, uh, my therapist. Yeah. A caller on the phone. We've gone to every other week because I've been doing better and I don't necessarily have something to talk about on a week-to-week basis, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's been going well. I've I've been, you know, I have David at home, so it's not like I'm completely alone yeah. all the time. I don't know how it is for single people. It's probably a little harder. Yeah. There's not that other person there, you know? um. But, yeah, I mean, my life hasn't changed too much other than not having the shows and things to go to, so... It's been it's been good for me how about you
1: yeah i mean we've been good we have found a lot of creative ways to stay connected with uh friends and family we've watched movies oh my god we so the movie cats came out in february and
0: i've been wanting to see it oh just because oh i heard god. such bad things it was so
1: so anyways so we had some friends we wanted to watch the movie with because it was so terrible and we we're like we're going to love hating this movie so and we had plans to do it and then everything went dead. Mm-hmm. And to, so we did the whole thing where, like, we're watching it at home and you hit play at the same time. And there was still a second delay. You could hear it, but it was fine. We got to watch it with our friends. And I, I will say the reviews could not cannot articulate how awful that movie really oh, is. Really? It was so awful that I didn't even enjoy making fun of it. I. I can't, and I don't know how, Paul. You love this musical because even the concept itself. I love that musical. I was just like everything about it. I hate it. I could Skibble not. Have hated it. is
0: still my favorite. So.
1: I don't. Literally... I- I don't know how the same man that created the masterpiece, A Phantom of the Opera, also created this utter train wreck.
0: No, it is a magical. It was a uh, huge hit.
1: Yeah, I don't understand. It's. I don't care if because it's, it's awful. Because you don't find
0: entertainment in chaos. I think as much as I do. I
1: didn't. The whole thing was just them singing about different types of cats. They're like, yeah. and there's this type of cat, and there's this type of cat." It's, it's, the pr- fu- it's because is you're not that? a cat person. I i love our cat. yeah but you're a
0: dog person you're not a cat person oh no
1: i don't think that's it. i think it's a really awful movie and then seeing it up terrifying and, and close like that
0: if you love cats really rough as much as i do you would love it because you would i always think about my babies and david and i actually yesterday <laughs> were talking about like by the time we're old we hope we can upload our consciousness into artificial intelligence or something <laughs> And I was like, well, maybe we can invent that technology and then we could also upload our cats with us so that they can do that. And then we can enhance them and then like their intelligence and then they can communicate with us. Okay, well, <laughs> clearly, clearly it takes a different level. I don't know how to
1: put a label on it, but it takes a different level of personality to enjoy cats. Exactly.
0: Um, you have to really love your cat. Like you
1: have to really They're my children. Really they're my babies. God. Uh the only redeeming value was Jennifer Hudson's uh uh memory. That <laughs> that was that was beautiful and she actually did a very I mean that was a few moments I was like I forgot she was a cat and she was just like really mm-hmm. good and I was into the character but those moments were fleeting. So, all that to say. <laughs> so we did that then my, my siblings and I we did a Zoom lip syncing contest. I did see that. That was funny that as well. That was good. And Your sister?
0: Which did, one? Uh Katie.
1: Yeah. She did really good. I her was, her um her frozen yeah, thing, she did. She right? put in
0: the work. I was like Yeah. For someone who hates the gaze as much as you used to used to used to. <laughs> I don't know. I still haven't gotten a little love from her.
1: Give her well Just
0: because I harassed her also, but at the yeah, same time exactly. Um I was very impressed. Paul's
1: just still so bitter that Katie said that she couldn't be in the house alone with what? me and Paul because she couldn't be there with another man. And I was like, well, I mean, it's Paul, though. <laughs> and yeah. she's like, no, it doesn't matter. I was like, I don't think you know how gay Paul is, but okay.
0: <laughs> there's not a single part of me that will look at you and want anything to do with you. I think you're very pretty, but there's just that doesn't do anything to me. Sorry. <laughs> nothing.
1: Nothing. No. She has come such a long way. You don't even know. Um, but... What was I going to say? But she did. She really surprised me. Um, she sings like Frozen, and she she pulled out props and everything. She I had like, props, wow. yeah. It was
0: like set up. Deanna
1: did a good one. I don't know if Deanna's, because we did two of them. Deanna did uh, Friends with her and Richard. Her husband did Friends. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job. They got ripped off in the contest, though, because my brothers, they don't, under, they don't appreciate good music. They're not going to listen to this anyway, so
0: fuck them. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um anyways but yeah so i don't know where was it going
0: i don't know we just go off on these tangents we just have no idea
1: we're like house quarantine oh yeah oh yeah oh there's a really good app if you haven't found it already now that quarantine's starting to wind down but there's still a lot of time house party have you seen that no i haven't it's a really good app because you can play, you FaceTime, but you can play games on the app while you're FaceTiming. Oh, really? So instead of having to have like one computer for FaceTiming and one computer for games, you can play. There's a there's a game that's very similar to Cards Against Humanity. You can really? do Pictionary. It free? It's free. Yeah. Pictionary. There's a bunch of things that you can How do. How the hell
0: do they do that for free? Like,
1: I don't know. Do they have
0: like uh, options to pay or I'm just really I shocked?
1: I don't know, but it's a really good app. And like you, there's trivia, like it's just a really great way to play games with people and it's all right there in front of mm-hmm. you. The only thing is if you're with someone else, you either need to share or you need to set, sit in separate rooms because yeah. your microphones yeah. are going to echo off of each other. But otherwise, very great. Hmm. House Party. Check it out. Free plug for you, House Party, because you're giving free content and you're doing something good for people. Yeah. Maybe it's worth some, something now. I, I don't it. That.
0: I'll get yeah. that. And then we can FaceTime. How about that? Yeah, you're, well, not, now you're we're still not going to fucking FaceTime. Gonna FaceTime. No, me, no. you're I
1: not. Just, and you know you're not. But we have my, to but because I have to record... The FaceTime for the interview series. That's what I told you.
0: What are you interviewing me about?
1: The, it's a practice so that I can do it with other people.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know about this.
1: Yes, huh, pa, I talked about it. In fact, I could go back to the recording of our. You know I don't listen two to episodes you half the before.
0: Time. Half the time you're talking, I'm in another world. <sighs> don't forget that.
1: Whatever. This is supposed to be a sode and we're talking too much. Us <laughs> talking is going to be half the episode. Exactly. So, do you want to start? Sure. It's been a while.
0: Next week, on May 19th, we celebrate Agender Pride Day, or as Evan used to call it, Agender. (laughs) So So today, we want to recognize agender visibility and discuss the spectrum that is gender. We've had a lot of people reach out and ask us questions about gender and requested an episode on what it's like if you fall in the middle of the gender spectrum and not on the ends. While we have touched upon this subject numerous times in our episodes, check out Billy Porter, The Public Universal Friend, Chow Mi, and our many episodes on transgender icons. Today, we want to delve further. <laughs> and before we go too deep, there is actually a queen on the current season of Drag Race. Her name is Gigi Good, And in an episode, she kind of talked about... I don't know if she could, Is gender neutral the same thing? Similar? Yeah, you okay. are actually gonna talk about okay. it, yeah. So she considers herself gender neutral. Um, I don't know if that's how she identifies, but she did kind of say, like, I I never I don't always feel like a male, and I don't always feel like a woman, and when I do my drag, I kind of combine this and create myself, Yeah. and I think that was kind of cool, because she's the first person, as far as I know, ever on the show to talk about being gender neutral or agender, and not, yeah. you know, one way, and not one specific yeah. gender.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's really cool. There is a lot more information out there, but agender in specific or if you don't identify with gender not a lot of information about that there's a lot of information about being trans or Mm non-binary now but not about like if you don't if you're like but gender just doesn't that doesn't apply to me Mm -hmm. you know so we'll talk about that um agender is defined as a person who has an internal sense of being neither female nor neither male nor female nor some combination of male or female According to Webster's Dictionary, that was, a, I really stumbled through that. <clears throat> <laughs> in the words deconstructed form, it means without gender. Agender is often used as an umbrella term for those who don't identify with the gender. And in fact, agender is often classified under the larger umbrella of non-binary, which is a subcategory of transgender. Think of agender as the town you live in, non-binary as the state, transgender as the country, and your body as the world. So there's a lot of like in anything when you really start getting into the subcategories, it it really yeah breaks it
0: down. Often people need to further explain and this is... Often people need to further explain and this is due to perceptions and stereotypes attached to words. For instance, all transgender people are not alike and many trans people see their genders as vastly different from one another. Even with the smaller category like agender, many folks will further identify or prefer another terminology. Some people who identify as agender may also use the terms neutral gender, gender neutral, gender neutral, genderless, null gender, lacking gender, and a variety of other terms that they feel best identifies who they are. There's actually a great short YouTube video video and article on them.
1: them. Them.us. Oh.
0: There's also... There's actually a great short YouTube video and article on them.us media where Shamir explains the word agender. We've linked the video in our script so you can check it out.
1: And one thing that I forgot to put in here and I don't know how um, is that agender people, um, as far as their gender pronouns, you've got to ask them because some people will use non-binary gender pronouns like they, them. And some people still prefer to use she, her or he, Mm -hmm. him. Um, because the pronouns they use, they don't link that to a gender. That's just kind of fitting in with society. And because we don't have pronouns right. for people who don't fit into a gender, they're like, okay, well, I guess I'll use these. So mm-hmm. if a if you know an agender person or gender neutral or whatever, ask them what their correct pronouns are. So the term itself is relatively new in respect to other terminologies about sex and gender. Agender first appeared in a 2000 used net forum where a user wrote the following, God is a milf... God is amorphous. I'm pretty sure that's amorphous. Is amorphous. it amorphous? Yeah. I think so. I God, is, uh, God is amorphous, agender, so image can't be physical or gender or a sexual thing. This may or may not have been a reference to the Bible verse Genesis 127, which states God created man in his own image and the image of God created he them. Whatever the background behind the post, people began to discuss the word and many found that it was a better fit for their sense of gender or lack thereof. In 2005, the word was presented as a standard identity when a Usenet writer stated, cultures can have transgender, agender, and hypergender individuals. By 2013, the term was being used in the New York Times profile piece Generation LGBTQIA. And in 2017, the first individual was granted the right to place agender on a state ID.
0: In fact, throughout the 2000s, the queer community has morphed and expanded to mean so much more than the LGBT labels of its past. And this is due to our understanding of sex, identity, orientation, and expression. These four pieces don't always align with the standards and boxes of the day. In the past, folks who challenged these social norms were either locked away, banished from society or forced to comply it's not that people haven't always defied standards it's just that many lost their lives or are forcibly silenced and as we all know while many places do currently enjoy a freedom that hasn't been seen in centuries there's still a lot of danger for queer people um places like russia mm-hmm. there's a specific place where people like gay people are literally just going missing yeah and i i mean they're never found again so it's assumed they're kidnapped and murdered and just disposed of yeah
1: or sent away to work camps yeah yeah didn't yeah. even
0: think about that possibility, actually.
1: Most likely. I mean, they're probably benefiting off it. Yeah, you can kill gay people or you can make money off of them in labor camps. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Um, and, and I want to say, um, so because I had a question very recently, actually, where a person was talking about how they felt like they just didn't fit in with their identity. And maybe it's they'll come to see that they don't identify with gender. But also, again, once again, recognizing the four pieces of your identity. So if you have an assigned a sex at birth that is male, but you prefer a more feminine expression and you are attracted to men, I mean, you can identify yourself as a fin gay man or you could identify yourself as a non-binary uh, gay, queer individual, um, you could take gender out of that completely, or mm-hmm. you could, your gender fluctuates. Gender is in your mind. Gender is a construct. It's in our minds. And if we don't feel a connection to that word, then we don't have to use that word, mm-hmm. or we can be somewhere in between. So, I, I told this person and I'm saying it here of like, don't put yourself, don't get so caught up in the labels. Mm-hmm. Labels can be good, a good direction, but you can get so caught up that you feel like you don't fit. And then it becomes very overwhelming.
0: Right. That's, we've talked about this in several episodes, right? Like don't box yourself in if you are an yeah. identify as a way, fine, but always leave a, leave a lid on that box that you can open and rearrange and expand the box, move the box. Don't force yourself into one thing and then tell, you know, Don't be the person who tells all your friends I'm this specific way and then be afraid to say, hey, actually, I don't feel like that anymore. This is how I feel now. Exactly. You don't have to live by one thing just because once upon a time you identified that way. Yeah. I once upon a time identified as bisexual just because I was scared to come out as gay. Have I ever been with a woman? Have I ever wanted to be with a woman? No. (laughs) So, yeah, you know, let yourself, I could still identify that way I wanted if I guess, but I don't. So just let yourself... You know, have the freedom to be who you are.
1: Yeah. Well, true love evolves with the person. So you if you love your friend, you love your family member, recognize that they're going to evolve and grow as a person. Don't put it as, oh, this is just a phase because it might not be. But also recognize that if they come to you later and they're like, I, that, I find out that that identity isn't really me. Be like, great. That's great. And however many times you have to be like, that's great. I'm happy for you. That's what you have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was actually writing something earlier about the difference between fitting in and belonging and fitting in is whenever you try to adapt to what people's perception of you are or what you think they, it should be. And belonging is when you are accepted as you are. If you want someone to belong, you have to accept them as they are in that moment. And if that changes the next moment, then it changes.
0: Yeah. So find friends you belong with, not friends you fit in with.
1: Exactly. So. And the fact that there's still danger for queer people is especially true for those who are still consistently othered by society and even their own communities. The less that people understand about expression, identity, and sex, the more likely they will be people who create bias and bigoted beliefs against others. In reality, we all benefit when we allow ourselves to be more open-minded about our ability to be fluid in these standards. Here's a way to explain the four concepts of personal identity.
0: Imagine you walked into an ice cream shop and they had an assortment of ice cream sundaes. There was the banana split, a strawberry sundae, and a build-your-own option. Now, some people like a banana split just the way it is. They don't question it. They don't worry about it. They just like a standard banana split. Some people like a banana split, but but they don't want cherries on top. They want another banana on top. And some people look at the standard options and think, none of that is me. Or maybe they identify some parts of the strawberry sundae, but not all of it.
1: Imagine if we allowed ourselves to treat our personal identity like the Sunday shop. And this isn't an argument about choosing to be queer. People don't choose to be queer. It's about choosing to express our queer identity because often we believe that it simply is not an option. We believe we have to take the full masculine Sunday or the full feminine Sunday, and there's no build your own Sunday. In reality, in our identity Sunday, we should be made up of who we are, not what someone else has pre-made. Our expression, mannerisms, clothing, hairstyle, etc., should be based on what's comfortable and right for us and should not be decided on our assigned sex at birth. Our orientation should be based on who we are attracted to and not based on fitting a label or a box or what someone else thinks.
0: And as for gender, that is based up how we see ourselves. As agender writer Adrian Converse stated in their Deconforming de- article, What Does It Mean to Be Agender?, A gender is a term relating to the mind, and every mind has a distinct sense of self. So while some people find themselves identifying with a specific gender, others often feel they are somewhere in between, and some people feel no connection to the word or concept of gender and so, therefore, have no use for it. While everything in our society may be gendered in an attempt to label, track, and sell to people, in reality it is a social construct and not a universal reality. That is not to say that many people don't find comfort in that construct. It's just to point out that many other people find the construct uncomfortable.
1: What's more, gender constructs have caused a lot of social discord, abuse, and open prejudices. To both those who are to both those who do fit in the boxes and to those who do not, but especially to those whose gender, identity, expression, and assigned sex do not align. With everything in our lives divided by this construct, it becomes easier to other people who don't fit a label or who reject that label altogether. Think about it. Our clothing is gendered. Our toys, colors, mannerisms, jobs, relationships, everything is based on gender. And if anyone steps outside of the gender boundaries, they are maligned, ridiculed, and often rejected.
0: On the other hand, the person enduring the abuse is left feeling alone in a nightmare that makes no sense.
1: That's their last name, sorry.
0: Converse continues their article with this description of what it feels like to be agender in today's society. The easiest way to describe it is this. It feels like I'm in a dystopian society that's trying to manipulate and control me until I am no longer me. My entire life is comprised of my environment chipping away at my psyche. The attempts to reprogram me is constant and ongoing, but the software install never has really worked. I've tried to run the program, but it always felt fake and contrived. The best I could ever do was memorize rules. And like I mentioned previously, the rules never made any sense to me, so I could never keep track of them at all, of them all. But I sure tried, because not keeping them led to scrutiny, isolation, and punishment. The better I kept them, the safer I was.
1: I liked their description because they, um, you know, again it goes back to that fitting in where you just you just mimic what's around you. Mm-hmm. I was writing in my life, I'm writing my book, I was writing about how I always dated my um my friends and my sister's ex boyfriends because you knew that they were safe. They were exactly. good options. It was like there was like option and I was just I would just like watch what they did and then I would date that person and I would do the same thing. Would they things. get mad at you? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes was, mostly they were like, it's weird, but I also because of the environment I grew up in, because we were so uh, there were so few, it was a little more common. Yeah, it's like you'd only know this many people, there's only 300 kids in my entire high school, right?
0: So it's not like there are many options, And exactly. Yeah, that makes
1: yeah. Sense. and I wasn't allowed to date any of the Latino kids, and we didn't have any black kids, and I couldn't date any of the girls, so it was the white guys. Yeah. I mean, the pool gets smaller and smaller, mm-hmm. so um. So anyways, but yeah, it's that whole thing where you just, just because you see someone, I I see people all the time. Or like people would be, would tell me you were so feminine, which I don't know the fuck I was ever feminine, but they were uh, like, you mm, were so feminine. Mm. And I just don't know why you decided that you needed this. And I was like, I was just walking through the Yeah, motions. you were copying everybody.
0: You yeah. saw what other people were doing and what everybody said it was okay. And you just did it because... That's what everybody told you you had to do.
1: Exactly. And that's the same thing. Whenever we put, con- we force people into these roles, we can force them to memorize the rules mm-hmm. and to follow along. But that doesn't mean that that's who they are, they're just trying to be safe. Right. Adrian Converse's statements show us how damaging it is to deny that gender stereotypes and forced conformity are abusive. Not only do we harm those who don't fit the label, but we also deny ourselves the wonder of exploring beyond our labels. In fact, we would argue that most people are only comfortable in these roles because they have been taught and conditioned to be comfortable. What might the world look like if we removed all pressure around gender with gender? Where would people truly fall on the spectrum if there were no social repercussions? And how different would our personal and romantic relationships look like?
0: In reality, simply by questioning gender, we defy our conditioning. But that should only be the beginning, and at the very least, we should seek to express outside our boundaries. Not as a joke or a whim, but as an honest expression that breaks the binary. Whether you identify on the ends of the gender expression or somewhere in between, we strongly encourage you to explore your identity and expression. And we hope all our agender listeners enjoy a wonderful Pride Day.
1: Yeah, my biggest thing for you is explore. That was the best advice I got because about a year or so before I first came out to people, I reached out to this guy online who was trans and I told him, I think I'm transgender, but I don't know what that means. And I was like, what, what do I need to do? Am I like supposed to get on testosterone tomorrow? And he's like no, like he said, do you wear, uh, do you wear boxers? And I said, no. He's like, why don't you try with, start with that? It's something that you can wear. You can see if you're comfortable. And if you feel comfortable wearing men's underwear, maybe you'll feel comfortable wearing a man's shirt. And so I started to wear the, like slowly my, my dress got more and more masculine. It had always kind of been masculine, but it was like masculine girls clothes Mm -hmm. now I was wearing men's clothing and it became more and more masculine and then i started like and then i came out to my wife and then i came out to a couple people and a couple people use pronouns i came out to my therapist and so it was a very slow process so just because you're exploring your gender doesn't mean that you're going to always identify that way and it does and it doesn't mean you have to do everything today you can mm-hmm. do it very Take slowly, little piece at a time. We had a listener. I'm not going to call them out, but we had a listener who's been talking to us for several months, maybe a year now. It's been a long time, and they recently came out as trans. So congratulations to you congratulations. if you're listening. You know, you reached out to us on Facebook, and we're really happy for you. You had your first testosterone shot, so mm-hmm. I'm really excited for you. I hope things are going well. Um, and so, but it's a long, slow process, and you gotta be you gotta be in for the long haul. Mm-hmm gender exploring gender is a really big there's no rush take
0: your time you have your whole life just yeah do it at your own pace when you're ready absolutely
1: so your recommended resources are any that we mentioned in our episode that youtube video on them.us links are all in our script we also recommend the documentary i am they a non-binary transgender love story that was available on youtube Uh, While it is not about agender people, unfortunately, there is not an accessible documentary specifically about agender people, it does discuss what it's like to live in such a gendered world. Also, check out the Agender Cafe podcast, which is available on limited platforms, uh, very limited. But if there is a link there to take you, it was the only uh, agender podcast that I could find, but they've been on for about a year. Seem to have some good topics. So check those out. And. We will be back next week.
0: Yeah, we're back. We're live. We're in our studio. Yeah. So stay queer.
1: Don't get lobotomy.
0: We love you, our little allied hookers.
1: And a little succulent sapphis And our
0: proud homocrats.
1: And have yourself a sodomy circus. Or don't. Or don't. And happy Hey Gender Pride Day. Happy Hey
0: Gender Pride. Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs> Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe and review wherever you are listening and follow us on social media at Your Queer Story.
0: Like what you heard? Want to share your story? Send us a voice message to add to the podcast from the Anchor app or at anchor.fm slash yourqueerstory.
1: And if you would like to support the work we do or get exclusive content, check us out on patreon.com slash yourqueerstory.
0: See you next week. Bye. Bye.